I'm joined now by RNZ Business Editor, Giles Beckford, and a Auckland downtown car park is getting a billion dollar makeover. Indeed it is, but before that, Charlotte, just have a very, just a thumbnail sketch of some of the key economic and fiscal policies that the new government has signalled it will be working on. It plans to rewrite the uh, Credit Contracts and Consumer Finance Act to make it easier to get access to credit while still maintaining protection for vulnerable consumers. The Overseas Investment Act will be... uh, uh, will be amended to limit ministerial decision-making to just national security issues. Market studies by the Commerce Commission will focus on reducing regulatory barriers to new entrants to drive competition. The big one, the Reserve Bank will have one mandate, controlling inflation. The employment mandate will be scrapped. Uh, and possibly they will, they will also be studying the prospect of a specified time period for getting inflation under control. Fair pay agreements will be gone by Christmas. 90-day work trials will apply to all businesses. And on the property front, there'll be a phased reintroduction of tax deductibility of interest for rental properties. More details on that, obviously, through the afternoon and in checkpoint later in the day. But getting to uh, back to that major property development in Auckland, Precinct Properties has bought Auckland's downtown, downtown car park. Is paying $122 million for it. It will knock it over, uh, develop it in a $1.5 billion project. It's partnering with Nati Fatua Orake for the Twin Tower development with uh, residential and office accommodation, retail, hospitality and other public spaces. Precinct's chief executive, Scott Pritchard, says the development will probably be just a shade bigger than Auckland's commercial bay property. The earliest that we could start would be 2026. Is, is our expectations, and this will take three or four years, maybe a little bit longer, to actually build. So, you know, you're looking sort of at the end of this decade, really. The good thing is that it's stageable, so there can be two separate towers that can be constructed based on our design. So we'll try and mitigate some of the risk around kind of where we are in the cycle and, and completion dates based on that. Um, there's certainly demand from a range of capital providers to invest in real estate like this. So we'll be working firstly with our design to advance that, secondly from a consenting perspective and then thirdly looking for some capital partners to join us and invest alongside us. Auckland Transport will continue to operate the car park, which has a capacity of nearly 2,000 spaces, until the end of 2020, April 2025. Well, the country's biggest retailer wants to win back confidence of analysts and shareholders despite a, a cautious outlook. The warehouse groups reported a tough start to the new financial year, with sales down nearly 7% across its uh, main businesses, the Red Shed, Stationery, Noel Leeming and Torpedo 7 businesses. Chief Executive Nick Grayston has told the annual meeting this morning the company is well positioned as it moves into its biggest sales quarter. FY24 has started with softer sales than expected, but with gross profit margin improvements broadly in line with our expectations. We remain cautious about the outlook as we approach our busiest time of the year. The business has planned its cost base and inventory purchasing in consideration of all of the uncertainty we see. We continue to adapt our trading plan to the market conditions as sales build through Christmas. That's Warehouse uh, Chief Executive Nick Grayston. 
Well, the conflicting demands of dealing with short-term issues and long-term planning are weighing on company directors. That's the view of a new survey from the Institute of Directors. Its annual sentiment survey shows boards consumed by issues such as inflation, interest rates and labour shortages, possibly at the expense of looking further ahead at uh, broader issues of climate change and new technologies. The Institute's chief executive, Kirsten Patterson, says grappling with inflation is understandable, but directors can't afford to neglect the long term. There is a clear focus on some of those immediate short-term inflationary and economic pressures that businesses and households are facing. So that's not a surprise. And, uh, but we are seeing you know, the longer-term issues that need to be focused on getting some increased attention in the boardroom, issues like climate change, issues like technology, but we really think they do need to be spending more time in those areas, and it's a constant struggle as to how they allocate their time. Kirsten Patterson says the workload on directors is growing, and that does raise questions about how they're remunerated. While the Supreme Court main zeal decision on directors' duties and responsibilities has also sent a bit of a chill through the industry. We're joined now by uh, Belinda Stanley from Craig's Investment Partners for a rapid look at what's happening on financial markets. I'm assuming that there's no knee-jerk reaction to government announcements, new government announcements, Belinda? Uh, no, it's pretty quiet on the markets today. Uh, the NZX50 is just down eight points at the moment, so it's sitting at 11,178, um, so fairly quiet trading there. In Australia, their market's slightly more positive. They're up 19 points at 7,048, and most of the stock's trading a little bit higher there, so it could well um, very well flow through to our market and have a bit more of a positive end to the day. How's it looking for the New Zealand dollar? Well, it's really unchanged uh, in trading as we go through the day. New Zealand dollar against the US dollar at 0.6046 against the Australian dollar. We're at 0.9215. The yuan is 4.324. The euro uh, down slightly at 0.5543. The pound's at 0.4823 and the yen at 90.42. Which leaves us with interest rates, oil and gold. So those five-year swap rates, they're up about 1%, currently at 4.765%. The 90-day bank bill, that's just down marginally at 5.66%. Brent spot oil's at 83.17 a barrel, and we've got gold, it's up $2 at $1,993.87 an ounce. Thank you very much. That's Belinda Stanley from Craig's Investment Partners. News and numbers all wrapped up together for you uh, around half past five in Checkpoint.